On this week's episode, Evil Never Dies. It's Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadek never dies. <laughs> wow, that's, uh, Jesus. Um, I'm Eric Siska. <laughs> Chris Cabgin. <laughs> and we hate movies. We all go a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's got one good Halloween. scare. Sometimes. That is what I... Time to keep your appointment with the command. Keep your appointment with the command. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick. He's seen one too many. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies, Sid. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. This is week three of the 2020 Halloween Spooktucular. We're talking Wishmaster 2, colon, Evil Never Dies, from 1999, directed by Jack Schalder, director of some interesting projects here, fellas. Oh, oh yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Not bad. Uh, the failed pilot slash TV movie Generation X. Uh, a single episode of, uh, this was news to me, a live-action Mortal Kombat television series. Sounds right to me. And mm -hmm. also the motion picture Beeper, starring Harvey Keitel and Joey Lauren Adams, that, you guessed it, is all about trying to read some dude's pager. His first movie is also really good, called Alone in the Dark, with uh, Donald Pleasance. Uh, Ooh, I wouldn't want to be alone Jack, in the dark with him. I think Jack Palance, Martin Landau. Yeah, I was looking at it. It sounds really cool. It's really, really creepy. It's well, good. Steve, I mean, you haven't seen this yet? I mean, you're an immortal, apparently. You never die. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I haven't died yet, so I just assume I never will. Um, ah, excellent. The way, the way I've been eating. So it's like if I didn't die yet. <laughs> also, by the Taco way. Taco Bell didn't kill me yet. Ooh, that is wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Shoulder should be said, uh, directed the... The great movie, The Hidden, which rules the yes. fucking school. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Really good. That that's movie the, is uh, bonkers. That's Kyle MacLachlan and oh, right. Harry, Harry S. Truman as well. Right? Yep. Yeah, that's I right. Was, Michael Ontkeen, I, I, I believe. No, it's, that's, it's not Michael Ontkeen. It's some other guy. It's the guy. Oh. It's the dude who's fooling around with Catherine Zeta-Jones in um, a previous episode, The Terminal. Michael Laurent or whatever his name oh, is. Or oh, yeah. wow. The yeah, airline yeah. pilot. I didn't think he was in any other movies. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I mean, he, he is a real hunk, though. I mean, that guy. But that, mo show. that movie is, like, fucking nuts from the jump. And this movie has a little bit of that. That's why it, ma it makes me very interested in... And also, obviously, uh, Nightmare 2 rules the school as well. And that's yes. what makes me interested in uh, this Alone in the Dark. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to see that alone in the dark. Um, so this movie, it was first time around for me. We covered uh, Wishmaster. Was it just last Spooktacular? When did we do that episode? If I've lost all sense of time. I don't know when this happened. I don't know when anything's happened anymore. <laughs> yes. it, yesterday was the French Revolution, right? What I, what I love about it. <laughs> Well, it was 2018. I had to Google our own podcast. Well, there you go. Well, you know, we've been doing this a while, man. It all starts fucking running together. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
this uh, this sequel uh, does not do a surpass the original, but I did have a lot of fun with it. Uh, and this was, I feel, a toss-up between either Steve or Chris Cabin as far as who had who was pushing for this one the most. I, I think it was Chris Cabin. I had seen it, I think, because I had seen it when we did the first one. Gotcha. And, so- and I specifically pointed out this opening, which is incredible. <laughs> um, like, I mean, literally, like, it's this and Once Upon a Time in America, as far as, like, best <laughs> openings we're talking about. It the is- phone and the tracking shot and this fucking abomination. Well, this fucking museum death squad. I don't understand where... <laughs> like, I, I've been to the Met Museum quite a few times. I, I actually, as I was thinking about this today, I, I miss museums in a big, bad way. I don't remember ever seeing those guys that tell you to get away from the paintings ever having ever being strapped. No, no those, like, 60-year-old retirees are not <laughs> strapping, packing heat here. I don't know what's going... You know, we don't know. This takes place in Los Angeles. Like, who knows what... You know, maybe this is, like... LACMA, or maybe it's the Getty. If it was the Getty, I could see. I mean, I've been to the Getty. I didn't see any firearms, but who, you know, <laughs> these dudes could be like back in a surveillance room or somewhere. It is after dark, you know, so maybe the security guards get tossed a bunch of guns when they the last customer leaves. You know, <laughs> that's but, true. But this, I, I don't think it's like I, I think it's a much lesser museum. Like this is like the La Jolla Center for the Arts. I mean, maybe how could you? How could you? How could you say it's a lesser museum? They've got a statue of, uh, let me check my notes, of of, Aurora Mazda. Of course. Oh, Aurora Mazda, of course. I mean, these are ancient figures, you know? These are like, thankfully, ISIS didn't destroy them, and we got them, and they're going to be on display. (laughs) And some of them may or may not contain cursed jewels containing an evil jinn. Exactly. But the space in which this museum is in looks like one of those rare two-story Chipotle's. It's not like it's not I, fancy. It doesn't look like anybody thought about the placement. I don't even know who the fence is who's going to take this from. That's my question. It doesn't. I'm not sure. Look, you never hear about the robbery aside from, oh my god, I killed that security guard. Oh my god, my boyfriend's dead, which we'll get into all that. But it's never like crazy Larry wants his goods. Like you can't. Like it. This seems like everybody got high for a weekend, and it was just like. I don't know. You want to go rob the museum, man? Just go and just pick it up. We'll make it work. You're right. You're right. If they if they actually established like there was a, a head of a criminal enterprise or like some really uh, like art aficionado psycho that was at the top of the chain, and then a wishmaster could eventually get there and make him a work of art. <laughs> I love it. Oh yes. shit! I mean, I will say this. My whole thing was <laughs> when this was starting. I was like. I was reminded kind of of uh, the team that you have of super robbers in Dracula 2000. And I was like, oh, neat. This movie is starting out with like super robbers of some kind. Ooh, super art robbers, especially interesting. And then like their whole plan goes tits up in like the first 15 seconds. And I was like, no, no, no. These are just a bunch of fucking reefer addicts or some shit looking for a (laughs) score so they can get a fix downtown. And this, I'm telling you, this museum is like a place where you would see like the the opening of uh, Jim Belushi portraits or something (laughs) like that. Like it, it it could be Chris, like the the weird storage area certain museums have in between exhibits. Sure, that's where you you know you you don't have you're gonna get gins throughout the ages in the fall, (laughs) so you have the gin (laughs) statue here now, kind of cool at its heel. Wasn't it, um, thinking of another horror movie we covered, I think, outside of the spooktacular season, uh, there's a similar, like, part of this museum is down under construction in the film Valentine? 
Yeah. Not like a museum, but it's like an art gallery. And then they're like, here's this spooky scene in the storage area. It's like in the fire stairs in the back. I think is what happens in Valentine. There's some sort of like elevator also back there, um, but not in this movie. These these robbers like immediately this thing goes totally crazy. Um, it, it's it, what's funny though, and this proves I think what amateur hour situation is you're dealing with here. Uh, like the robbery is going okay. Like they have uh, like a box cutter. They're cutting the canvases out of the frames. They're not trying to take the frames off the wall, you know, to for for chance of setting the alarm off or whatever. And then out of nowhere, this fucking idiot is just like, "Let's smash this glass case." <laughs> and then the alarm goes off. Like, what were you thinking? Uh, is is the art related to gins at all? Is there is there any connection to that? <laughs> It was I, one was like I, none of it looked like established stuff. No. One was just like it was like a lady in landscape kind of a thing, right? You so know, there, could, there could have been a gin in the background. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I need I need to rewatch it immediately to check. But uh, I would guess these, uh, these these pieces of art are not worth munch, as in Edward. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's a that's uh, a real stinker. Oh oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that fuel to get to that joke. I don't. That's why I don't buy the background thing. Is because that paint painting is hanging. Yeah, that's a good point. And and like, uh, there's no alarm when he's cutting this thing open. It's only when you smash the case with the pretty fucking jewel thing in it that all of a sudden it's surprise, surprise. These idiots didn't case the place. It's easier to rob a bank than it is to rob an art museum for sure. Absolutely. Like you know what I mean? Like it just and that's and it's hard to rob a bank. But at least at the end you have money and you well, can be like, the- I'm going to use these money for other things and that's why i think it would have made sense in the screenplay like later on we meet like the russian mafia and i feel like if the russian mafia like top dog was this dude who is also like a total art enthusiast and like they are who you know these idiots were working for and then once this the protagonist gets wrapped back up with the russian mafia it would sort of feel like it was kind of a full circle thing yeah I just don't like this. Also, like, on top of everything else, like, when you're this woman, Morgana, who's the protagonist of the movie, like, never really talks at all about, like, what the criminal life is that she's involved with or whatever. Like, you don't think that she's, like, some master cat burglar or anything or that this is her business. It feels like it's a one time deal. They were doing toot all weekend, and all of a sudden, it's time to rob the art museum. (laughs) Psyching themselves into it, dude. One fucking <laughs> snort at a time. It was just like either that, we're either going to play Mario All-Stars one more time, or we're going to go <laughs> and rob the oh, art museum. We're, we're going to run out of toots soon, man. <laughs> you want to be I all think, tooted out? That's what it was, Kevin. I think it was like, fuck, the supply's getting low, and we're broke, because we're just like tweakers sitting around. Uh, yeah, we better go rob and this art gallery. One, one of them remembered that, like, their stepfather liked going to the art, like, going to the museum or something. They're like, yeah, we should rob a museum. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna... Yeah, my, my stupid stepfather, Jeff, took me to this art gallery one time. Let's rob it. Maybe they're trying to sell uh, the paintings to, to Jeff, the stepfather, there. <laughs> How much are you going to give me for this hopper, man? <laughs> you said you liked it. You said you liked it. <laughs> Come on, man. I just need like 50 bucks for this Edward Hopper painting, man. Come on. It's got to be worth a hot meal and a bunch of crank. <laughs> I, um, yeah, so they're doing this. They they get busted. Not busted, but security guard comes out and says, hey, says, 
freeze and just immediately starts firing on these people. <laughs> Dude, it turns into Reservoir Dogs for a quick second in this movie. Everybody's getting fucking blown away left and right, security guards, burglars alike. Uh, you are not a doctor, but do you wish to be one? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be okay. <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Orange, you just have to sing the fucking song. <laughs> do Ooh, you know you... why you came here tonight? <laughs> have you listened to K-Billy's Super Sounds of the 70s? <laughs> do you wish to meet Stephen Wright? <laughs> oh, you'll be stuck in the middle with me, all right. Uh yeah, so this whole you know this whole thing goes down. One dude gets killed immediately. You don't see his mask come off. Apparently, the woman who is the the star of this movie who plays Morgana, uh, just want to get her name here really quick. Holly Fields was dating Corey Haim at the time, and mm-hmm. Corey Haim is uncredited as one of these what? robbers who never takes his Hold mask on. off. Hold on a second. Is this a documentary and? They just filmed them like robbing an art gallery, and, <laughs> and it was just like, okay, put it in Wishmaster too. Uh, so, so he's apparently in this movie, and then this other guy who gets blown away is Chris, uh, right? The character's name, I think. Chris is the character's name. He kind of looks like fucking Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two. This dude is getting shot to shit by this other security guard, and then like. Morgana takes this guy's gun and murders this security guard, which is a big plot point in the movie, Uh sort of. Very important. She finds the jewel, stashes it inside of her shirt. She gets shot at by this fucking by this fucking Bronson-esque security guard, and uh, the gem cracks in half, and it saves her life, basically. Right. And so, like in the in the kerfuffle here, we go back to the the gem, and it starts like shooting out. The thing type arms yes. here. It's like, species. I, I, it's very yeah, species. It's yeah. very species. Very uh, the fleshy. the fungi from Super Mario Brothers. Yes, it's like a fleshy goo. It like shoots a rope on the wall and then it starts like birthing a baby out of it. Basically, it's a baby gin. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's the it's the gin's face with like. And we saw a little bit of this in the first movie, like all the weird shit that's going on inside of his jewel. But it is kind of hilarious to see this like big head gin being like hello. Dude, it is so fucking funny. And when he, when he's stuck in the wall still, like one I was thinking of uh Pinhead in uh the third Hellraiser movie, he's stuck in that statue for a little bit. Yes. Cuz like the Jin's face is like still stuck in the wall and it's like kind of a puppet, kind of not at parts. There's all this prosthetic over him and he's just trying to talk and he's like Eric I can help you. <laughs> and I was like, dude, why don't you get done with the shunting first and then we'll fucking figure it out. I, was, I love when he's just like a little head with little claw arms rolling around on the floor. But, it, it, this is not the dude I'm going to make a deal with. Like, dude, you know what? I need I need like a full body in a nice suit. Maybe I'll be like, ooh, maybe this is a, a, a nice gin to do. I would with. think it, I'm it, dead and that's the devil. It yes. needs to be said that there is an aerial shot between when he's at... <laughs> adjust the wall and is the two leg guy where it literally looks like he's being shat out of the wall. Yes. Like he's being put, he's pushing <laughs> himself out of the wall like a shit. 
And then he's a little two army guy who's like, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Eddie. It's, like, it's like Ace Ventura when nature calls. Yes, he's coming out of the fake rhino's asshole. And he's just like, I can help you. And the greatest line in this movie, maybe, is like, I can help you. And he goes, fuck off. And it's like, and I'm, like, I'm with you, man. Like, you know what, dude? I, I'm not like, I, I've gotten this far in my life without selling my soul to the devil. I'm about to die. I'm probably going to hell anyway if hell exists. But you know what? Let's not make it any easier on anybody. But also, this thing at this point like doesn't really look like the gin. It looks like Krang. So yeah. like, I don't know that I would think the devil right away. I'd be like, what is this alien creature offering to help me out here? But, uh, can, can I yeah. ask, what are you? <laughs> yeah, is that a question that is is this in the Q and A section of right now? Do you have any like identification? Oh, I can provide identification if you wish what? it. Just help. <laughs> Tell me straight out, buddy. Hell or space? <laughs> yeah. what, which one is it? Just tell me which one it is. A, a little from column A and a little from uh, column B. Okay, you know what? Just kill me then. Just kill I'm me. from space hell, sort of like Event Horizon. Oh, fantastic. That's great. That's good to know. We should say this is the great Andrew Divoff. Uh... Amazing. Hell yeah. Kill. He's on fire in this movie. I am sorry. Dude, the, it's incredible. The first movie he's great in, but I feel like there's less of him in it. This one's like, he's above the credits in this one. Mm. It's like Andrew Divoff, Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies. And I'm like, yes, yes. He's just a thousand times yes. Walking around with that weird smile looking at people. And I'm like, eating my popcorn, going, yes, yes. <laughs> Dude, he's having an absolute fucking blast in this movie. Him and Jack Shoulder must have like a, it's, is it Shoulder? Or Shold. I, I've been it's, calling it Shoulder, but it's spelled... It's, it, it's Shoulder without the U, so I said Shoulder, I think, okay. in the intro. I don't know. So Divoff and Shoulder should... <laughs> they have, like, a Robin Williams-Chris Columbus relationship. Just go <laughs> for it. Whatever yes. you want to do, man, just yeah. go for it. Take a while if you want to, but really just go riff. Go, I, do it. I kind of want to rewatch this movie, like, immediately, only because I read on the IMDb that if you watch the scenes, especially when he's in human form, he doesn't blink. I, wow. I, I read the trivia for this movie before I watched it, and I was keeping an eye out for that, and I think it's accurate. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty crazy because he has a ton of screen time, and that's, like an intentional thing that he kept up with, which fucking rules. But the thing that I was questioning about, because I'm, I'm, I'm right here, just like the first movie, he's not playing the gin in the gin makeup. Oh, am I wrong? I, I always thought he was. Maybe he's not. Um, well, oh, really? Is, is there another I, actor credited there? Let me see, that's, that's the thing. There's not. Like, I was looking at the IMDb page. There's not another actor credited. It just says Demerhurst or whatever, the last name of the human form. Yes, and I thought that in... The first movie, it was played by a different person. I mean, it in I, wish in the page for Wishmaster One, he is credited as the Jin. But yeah. does he does he do? But he does the voice for sure, right? Oh, for sure, it's the same voice the whole time. It's definitely the voice for because uh, yeah, because his eyes actually don't look the same. I, That's gonna, the thing that got me, Kevin. Yeah. Was the eyes look totally different? But I can't find anything one way or the other. So I I. I we yeah, actually had uh, several gin actors. We had to kill them. In, uh, <laughs> oh them. Out in uh, St. Alameda, uh, you know, the ground is real soft out there. <laughs> well, the thing but, is, it, it's very difficult. Um, a gin can actually only work three hours at a time. So you really oh. want to get gin twins or gin triplets in D movies. Damn gin union contracts. <laughs> 
we decided to turn the Olsen twins into gins. <laughs> the Olsen gins. <laughs> oh, my God. They, and they got Heath Ledger, right? They yeah. got him, yeah, dude. Yeah, they, they got him good. Oh, do you wish to have a good time? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you're tired, are you? You'd like to sleep. Now, do you really want to play the Joker? <laughs> oh, my God. I think, though, Steve, to your point about the blinking, it's referring to when you're just looking at Andrew Divoff. Yes. So whether or not he's in the gin outfit or not, I, th- I I think it's that when he's just the person, when he's Damaris. Oh, you're very proud of your Joker performance. Would you like people to remember it forever? <laughs> Ooh, would you like to? <laughs> no. <laughs> Please keep that in. <laughs> I don't know why the djinn would even ask this of someone, but I was going to say, oh, you want to win a posthumous award, do you? I mean, I think... Well, I'll take it. Without no, Unless you don't know what posthumous means, don't take that bargain. Oh, I mean... Yeah, it, that's a good tip. It means post-humor. You know, good for Alan Arkin. He called my bluff. <laughs> Yeah, that's bullshit, Jin. Oh, it would have been Little Miss Sunset for you. <laughs> you know what, Jin? I'm going to take my chances with the Academy. Good day. Oh, close call for Alan Arkin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this fucking dude, after he tells the Jin to fuck off, I guess reconsiders. And I don't know if this is kind of like a sarcastic comment or said in the moment because he's been gut shot or whatever, but he's like... I wish I was never born. Yeah, I related sad. to this in a yeah. big bad way, and the guy's name is Eric too. And I'm just like, absolutely, I've always wished for this. Actually, <laughs> well, this but is, now you see, you shouldn't do that, Eric. Yeah, I dude, guess. unless you want to go out with a fucking babeality, because that's what happens <laughs> to this dude. I was say, I, like, I I kind of want to say the way the gin says Eric to you every time I see you now, Eric. <laughs> yeah, Eric, Eric. Eric. <laughs> That is the uh, proper pronunciation. Mm. <laughs> but the best part is, well, also, like, so, yeah, he gets he gets turned into nothing, basically. just gets younger and younger until he evaporates, but it's, his cloak is still there. It's kind of cool to see, like, this whole, like, Benjamin Button thing happen real fast. Like, his shaking his head back and forth, and eventually it's, like, a, a baby and then, like, nothing. It's it's cool, but, like, it, by the rules of the first movie, that should end the movie. You yes. know what I mean? Like, if, if he's never born, because later on she keeps being like, oh, my God, Eric is dead. And she's, like, crying about Eric. Like, no, no, no. Eric was never born. You like, never met exactly. him. You never yep. met him. You never went to the art heist. Yeah, and the, and the gin was never freed. Like, that's how the first movie ends is she makes a well, wish that that guy never got drunk and drops the crate, and but, that save, saves the world. But we all know the gin plays fast and loose. <laughs> he it's, does. He, he really like, does. He doesn't but it's ever just, do the right thing. But it's so insane, Chris, because when you're dealing specifically with a, a, a being that's known in other mediums and properties like a genie, like, there's already pre-established rules. And so to have this horror genie, like flaunting that shit or bypassing those rules for no real reason because he uses them sometimes and he doesn't use them other times it's frustrating i'm just saying i'm big papa satan and i'm hearing about (laughs) the jinn's like doings on earth and i hear about him like a cop tells him to freeze and then he's like oh that was your wish freeze i'm like that's bullshit they yeah, just made of. that up. You just he, decided to do that. He's very sloppy there, Chris, and I agree with you. Like, if there was a good gin court, I would totally take him there because, yes, like, please. 
the the guy clearly wanted you to freeze, Jin. So at the very least, you should freeze yourself. Yeah, but saying... he needed to chill out. <laughs> oh, dude, I love the Mister Freezing here. It's so good. Hey, it hey. is fucking hilarious. Hey, hey, I'm Satan. Stop trying to charm me with that shit. <laughs> okay, I yeah, I get the chill out stuff. Still, the rules, Jin. The rule. Now, does the god and devil, I guess they might exist? Because what, jinns are born from fire? Like, man came from earth, angels from, I forget already. Well, that's, yeah, that's I the guess first god, movie. There's a big scroll about right. where jinns come from. So yeah. god and the devil do exist, but jinns are born from fire, but occupy the nether regions, like, between different dimensions, I guess? So yes. I'm just curious what the, because the whole plot, by the way, is once the Jin's big thing is once he gets a thousand souls and thousand he gets, and one, Eric, thousand, thousand and one, one, right? Arabian Nights, or a good joke book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna go great at the company picnic. <laughs> a thousand and one. I need either a thousand and one souls or a thousand and one golf jokes. Oh, this is an old book. There's a section on the Irish. <laughs> See this Dude. one? Dennis Miller did the blurb for it. <laughs> it gets dicey when you're looking at some of them old joke books, man. Oh, which certainly does. <laughs> oh my! So, so he the plot is like he's gonna get a thousand and one souls, and then Morgana's gonna have to have three wishes, and then once she does, he can the gins in general, the fucking plural gins, can take over the, the realm of man. I guess that's the idea. Oh, long, my, long and short of it. Oh, I can just. I'm waiting for my cousins to show up. They live <laughs> out on Long Island. Oh, I get along with some of them, but not really with others. But it won't matter because the gins will rule the world. The Long Island gins <laughs> will rule the world. Yeah, 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 Betty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring the cooler and the Coors Light. Uh, <laughs> get some ribs for the barbecue. We're gonna have a time, man. A time. <laughs> but do yeah, gin I, family picnic? Sign me let's up. Do it. I mean, oh, totally. They're just using all their like wish powers to fuck <laughs> each other over. I wish this to be medium rare. Now, so does the devil mind that the djinn is taking souls for himself? That's a great question. Because, yeah, they do clearly both exist, I think, in some way, shape, or form. Because yeah. like, Catholicism is proven to be right, as it usually is in films. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is weird, though. I don't believe that we're dealing with a Catholic priest here. But the movie thinks that it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, because this is clearly like Russian Orthodox or something, and then like they're kind of dressing this guy, sort of like how a priest would have to dress <laughs> outside of the the yeah. ceremonial garb. He's dressed for the porn parody. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm a, a priest in Huju. Uh, you understand? <laughs> uh, that's my religion is Huju. So he unborns this dude, and then this cop comes up, who you think is going to be a major character, who is definitely not, um, who, like, busts him. And, you know, first he tells the guy to freeze. Uh, an officer tells him to freeze. He freezes him. We talked about it. It's bullshit. Uh, and then uh, he turns into what uh, we're going to call Nathaniel Demarest, which is just <laughs> a Andrew Divoff with weird blue contacts and a fucking mock turtleneck. Sign me up. Dude, he is dressed like a character on like a '90s NBC sitcom, yeah. and Just it's fucking awesome. Yes, yes, yeah. he could have told. Uh, hello, David Spade. I'm here to put an advertisement in your 
fashion magazine. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Did you just r- wish to be shot, David Spade? <laughs> oh, man. He could be like a Karl Lagerfeld type character in that <laughs> yes. world, too. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, he's got the collars for it in this movie. And he so, could do the voice. Oh, yeah, I, I could see it. He gets, you know, he gets brought in for questioning. First of all, this guy's got no ID. He's got, you know what I mean? Like, again, like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't have a birth certificate. What? But this guy, and this guy starts to sweat him. And this is where it gets a little dicey with the language. Dude, yeah, this dude starts fucking calling the gin all sorts of gay slurs <laughs> up and down the board. And it's it's kind of great because the gin all the gin can do is like take it and he goes, hmm, uh, yeah, um, do you wish your job was more exciting? And he's like, fuck <laughs> you, I don't care. And he's like, damn, <laughs> that usually works. The cop says something to the gin about how the gin must be a real good fuck. Yes, <laughs> which is kind of great. Ooh, as a matter of fact, yes, I'm quite <laughs> proficient in sexual intercourse. Uh, uh, yes, I guess this is very weird. I'm supposed to be asking you the questions. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, so yeah, this dude's like trying to sweat him. There's some gay slurs thrown around. The guy, the cop's getting frustrated with him, and then the gin basically just falsely admits to killing all the people in the art gallery so he can go to jail. Well, because, it's kind of great. Well, because he can't get yes. these cops to wish for anything. He's just like, <laughs> like he's just failing at his job. I would again, Papa Satan is looking down like, are you fucking serious with this shit? I would love it if it kept, it kept going on. He goes to prison. No one wants to wish for anything because why would you? Yeah. And it's just like he just gets the death penalty. He lives for like <laughs> 15 years. It's like a couple of appeals. Like, all right, is there anything I could do for you wish wise? No, that's not your that. This is your last meal. You have to tell us what you want. Like, no. Did you contact the governor and ask him if he might need anything? <laughs> just like, just nothing. <laughs> just striking out left and right until he's fucking executed. Dude, but I love all of this shit. Like, the gin in court, like, being fucking <laughs> sentenced to go to jail is so awesome. They have, they have the courtroom drawing of the gin, and I was cackling on my couch. This is just insane. Now, he, he's playing, like, Nathaniel Demarest is, is the identity of a, of a dead man, and our last episode, I guess, would establish what that's all about, but I just don't understand, like, how does the court system just convict this dude if you dig into any of his history? Yeah, he doesn't exist. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how can you how can you sentence someone that doesn't exist? At least call him John Doe, aka Nathaniel Demarest, or yeah. something. Or just yeah. yeah, or just kill him in the cell. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we get back to Morgana, who is crying over Eric's headshot. I mean, this is <laughs> it is exactly this actor's headshot. It's in black and white. It's like him in front of a chain link fence. It's by, amazing. By the way, Eric is the looks like the a he looks like a three eleven fan. Mm-hmm. B, he looks like a guy who tries to talk you into getting a Prince Albert at a party. <laughs> like, and you're trying to like feel emotion for this in this moment, and it's just not working because he just looks like that guy. Yeah, and she is so- she's sobbing and sobbing and not knowing, not sure what happened. She watches the news report and finds that the the gin has taken the rap, which I guess you know is sort of like that's a way to get in someone's good graces. Hey, look. I'm not gonna narc you out, man. <laughs> I'm really cool. I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> exactly. Look, I'm not going to tell you why I'm taking the fall for you, but just know, shut up. <laughs> Did you guys notice this one detail of her apartment above her stove? There's like a tin backsplash, but but the panel right above her stove has 110 percent embossed on it the the seal of the Freemasons. 
Oh, no? really? Wow. wow. Yes. And we see multiple scenes in this living room loft type of situation. And you see it above the stove multiple times in the movie. And I'm like, what are they saying? I don't know. Oh, man. Jack Shoulder's trying to send a message. Oh, shit. He's trying to notify all the Masons, man. Here we go. <laughs> Somebody sick the cue boards on this. <laughs> It's the few times that uh, we see her apartment when she's not in or coming out of the shower. So that's good. Totally. Uh, although she is sleeping slash crying in this scene in a weird, like, splayed out yeah. and I'm in my underwear kind of way. I was like, that's an unusual position for mourning. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, you, I'm, you know, when I'm feeling depressed, I got to get wrapped up in some blankets, my friend. That's me. That's my move. Totally. Well, it's L.A. Maybe it was hot out or something. Mm. Yeah, if you want real depression, look at uh, a death becomes her with eating the frosting. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, my it. God. That's Goldie Hawn right. eating the frosting in that movie. <laughs> we just rewatched it like last week, and I almost fucking vomited all over again. <laughs> that's more That's more what I'm thinking about. Not like hanging out in your underwear like you're just about to have sex. <laughs> Uh, so, but the Jin, Jin starts. He starts to fuck with her too, right? That's the idea. Well, yeah, yeah she starts getting some visions of him and he fulfill the prophecy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, which we hear a thousand times. It's like we hear it a thousand times before we're told what the fucking prophecy even is. I would be like, hey, I did a favor for you. Do a favor for me. Listen, <laughs> I took. I'm taking this murder beef all by myself. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love. Uh, so my favorite sequence of the movie is right here. It's when the Jin is like in a holding cell before he's transported to prison. Yes. So like he's just in a jail and he's stuck with like a bunch of other dudes in this holding cell. And this guy's like, take the fucking shoes off. Oh, look <laughs> right. at these fancy shoes you got I out love here. This. I love this. Cause the guy's like, are those English shoes? And the, <laughs> the chance is like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so much of this is awesome because it's the gin. Like, he's not hiding the fact that he's a genie from any of these people, no. really. But at the same time, he's like an alien trying to pretend that he's a human being. Yeah. He's got this stone-faced grin this entire, for most of this movie when he's human. And it is chilling and awesome to look at. I love every second of it. It's I, exquisite, dude. I kind of wish he had, like, had a, he spiraled off existentially when he thought of, he's like, well, did I pick those shoes? <laughs> did I pick this turtle? What the fuck? How did that happen? Because <gasps> <laughs> we don't see him turn into like looking like Andrew Devoff. No. It's a weird like he's. It's in the shadows. You see, it's like, in the his shadows. Back. But it's a hilarious like when he's like reborn as the Jin. There's definitely a shot of him like squatting nude like he's a time traveling Terminator yep. for a second. Which is too hot. Fucking totally loved it. But when this guy's messing with him, again, Fast loses these rules, Chris, and I'm with you because he's like, what do you wish? And he's like, uh, I want your yuppie ass. And like, at that point, you've got to give it up, man. Like, yep, you know sorry, I mean? dude. Bend over and show him. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and don't and don't don't be skimpy either. Like, get into it. Uh, too, that would man. be great because then like his, his fucking ass could like bite the dude's dick off. That would be something. And mean, oh, look, chompers on your ass. Interesting. Yeah. I'll show you how uneven it is because in that interrogation scene, he asks, he asks, what do you want to the detective? And he says, you give me nothing but horseshit. Prime time to give him a bunch of horseshit. Yes. Oh, that'd be cool. Just I'm dump it on him. I'm going to cover you in manure. <laughs> He's just puking oh. up horseshit. Oh, <laughs> Biff Tannen. Yes, exactly. That's what happened to Biff. He made a, he made a wish with a gin. Manure. <laughs> I love manure. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, so yeah, this dude, you know, uh, he's like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we got a fucking genie in ourselves. <laughs> yes. It's so hilarious. And it, so, yeah, this dude, he's like, oh, what can I do for you? And he's like, oh, I want to walk right through those, that door, whatever the wording is Yeah, here. the bars. Want to walk right through those bars out of here. And he's like, done. <laughs> and dude, the genie making this fucking guy cram through these jail bars is incredible. It's a great practical effect. By the way, yeah. this movie was not released in theaters. It was a directed video. But wow. first it premiered. On HBO, so this is an HBO original film, sort of. Really? That's right. Yeah, H- yeah. HBO was fantastic in like this era, yeah. right? We got like Ricochet a few weeks ago. <laughs> it's Wishmaster Two, Ricochet, <laughs> and fucking Maria Full of Grace. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the uh, Wedlock slash Deadlock movie Ooh, we did a sure. hundred yes. years ago. That the, was an old HBO movie. The Jay Leno, uh, David Letterman story, uh, late, late Shift. Shift. Oh, the Late Shift. Yeah. Oh, you wish oh. to take over the? Do you wish to take over the Tonight Show? Do you, Jay? <laughs> I think what we did we... do my Dark Lord. Oh, I think we did do that last time. Oops. And <laughs> <laughs> you do the show long enough. Um... Oh yeah. Uh, so Morgana starts having more of these fulfill the prophecy dreams, and it forces her to go to church, where she meets up with a priest who's also an old flame. That kind of looks like former professional wrestler Bradshaw. <laughs> he does. Uh, this is. Uh, I won't. I won't call him great. Paul Johansson. Um, he's a, just a TV actor. He. Uh, he's got a little run on Nine Hundred Two and O coming up. Oh really? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, was, I'm play- just scrolling through his IMDb as well. He's gotten some credits. He was in Atlas Shrugged. Ooh. <laughs> and Boondock Saints Two. He's in Mad Men as the guy that forces Joan out of the the last agency they're in. Like he, it's basically makes it like, "Hey, have sex with me, or you got to get out of here." And she, oh shit, wow! So he's still going like to this day. Yeah, he's working, man. He's just a TV actor, you know. What is uh, Steve? What's his arc on Nine Hundred Two One (laughs) Zero? He's a a rapey frat guy. So there you go. Ah. Oh, perfect. Interesting. Um, and they, you know. God bless him. I'm sure he's a great guy. This is a terribly written character. The guy is trying his best, but these fucking lines between her and him about heaven and hell. I mean, she's saying shit like, if heaven exists, Satan must exist, right, priest? And he's like, well, I don't really know about that. (laughs) This guy is unusually beefy. Yes. That's why he looks like Bradshaw. But not not in a beefcake sense. I mean in that I actually think he's just eaten a lot of beef over the years. Yeah, just like Bradshaw. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) But he has kind of, like, it's one of those moments where I don't think the, the screenplay understands what it's actually saying to the audience right here, but they have this nonsense back and forth about, like, heaven and hell and whatever, and I'm like... Listen, I signed up for an evil genie yep. movie. Can we get out of this church? But the guy at one point just says to Morgana, he goes, uh, is there a point to this? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, motherfucker, great question, dude. Oh, should be like, Why isn't the gin on screen, huh? <laughs> like he's like speaking for the don't, audience. Don't where, you, uh, where is this evil genie right now? Don't you think I should be more like a lumberjack? I mean, look at this physique I'm working with here, ladies and gentlemen. He is He's a big, hunky, hulky dude with this goatee, which I think is hilarious in a later Ooh. scene, which I'll get to. He also is wearing the biggest cross ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> he puts it in his pocket sometimes, in like the shirt pocket. And it's just, this is a humongous chain. 
Yeah, I got to put it in my shirt pocket because it's uh, so heavy it starts cranking my neck. So she, like, I guess like before he went to seminary, they had a fling or something. Maybe he was an art thief as well. I'm not sure. They sort of intimate that like their breakup like caused him to go into the priesthood. Yeah. No, that makes sense given the ending and where this goes. Yes, and she's like, Eric is dead, and like he's like, oh no, he's kind of like. Fuck your fuck your new boyfriend kind of still like he's yep. not exactly a great priest, I'll be completely honest. It seems like it's a thing where it's like that dude took those vows because she broke up with him and like he didn't know what to do about it. And it seemed like a good idea at the time, but he regrets it every day <laughs> and since. He's like, Ooh, single. Oh no, your boyfriend died. Oh, that's a sin against the world. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh you're oh you're saying Eric died. Oh, Eric, who you left me for, huh? Yeah, that's a great tragedy in your life. You'll have to deal with by yourself. Yeah, well, uh, fucking light a candle, lady. Get the fuck out of here. Excuse me, I have to yelp with joy in the back room. I'll be back in one second. If you hear a lot of cheering and woohooing coming from the rectory, I promise it's definitely me. That's definitely not walking on sunshine coming from the rectory. <laughs> um, hey, uh, Father Father Gregory, uh, your sermon this week uh, on Lazarus coming back from the dead was just all about this Lady Morgana and whether or not you should go with go for it with her. Go the, for it. <laughs> now that she's single, it was just like a weird monologue. I don't. I couldn't see the parallels between that and the Bible story. I'm well, what, we're gathered here today to discuss what would Jesus fuck? Uh, uh, if I recall, no. uh, well, no, if I recall correctly, and somewhere in the Bible, it's like mentioned that he had oh, children. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. He was slamming ass. <laughs> And I say that respectfully. Of course, of course. <laughs> uh, so the gin goes to prison. And <laughs> Sorry. It, it's, it is, it's a funny idea. It's a it's funny idea. So, I mean, because when you think about it, really, it's like, here's the second movie of an established now like horror franchise. I mean, maybe not a franchise, but it's got a sequel. So yeah. enough people liked Wishmaster. It's coming out in the 90s and whatnot. So we're still, so th this is, what did I say, 99? Yeah. So, you know, we've had Scream at this point. So there's other... Like, there's a revitalized uh, slasher culture, What's you crazy. know, franchise culture. And it's basically like if you took any of those people, like Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, well, maybe not Freddy, but like Jason, you know what I mean? And just like put him in jail, and it was just Jason goes to jail. <laughs> it would be great because it's cheap and uh, it's easy to make, right? And if you, by the way, if you, you said this is 99, if you told me this was 92, I'd be like, yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why I had time. to check again. I had to scroll up in my notes to make sure it was 99 because you're totally right, Eric. Like, this could be the early 90s, like nobody's business. Well, because Wishmaster, the first one's 97, which is also wow. crazy. That, like, feels like 93 or Honestly, 94. Get Div off back, re redo this series, get him back in the saddle to give me more Wishmaster movies because I like these first two. You guys told me not to go any further, right? No, because he's not in the third. We've tried to, I mean, we said that there's some a fourth other as well that he's yeah. also not in. Yeah the, yeah, the third one, yeah. it's uh, we. I watched. We, it was on Pluto at like the same time we were all watching it. Andrew and I kind of accidentally watched about half of it together, and I was just like, "Nah, man, I need Div off, or I'm out." It's really him that's making the whole thing sing. Absolutely. It really is. Absolutely, it's that in the deaths and the deaths. It's uh, it's already lesser quality in the second one. I forget the third one, but I don't think they're very good at all. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's Wishmaster Three: Beyond the Gates of Hell, and it's like he is. It's something, something. 
there's a college student. I think it's yeah. the woman from uh, Criminal Minds. There, yeah, from and, Criminal Minds. Uh, from who, Final Destination Two as well. Yes, exactly. The thing, uh, the thing is, is when Wishmaster is going to jail, he acts like this is like his grand plan was to always get into jail, and I am convinced. <laughs> he's playing this off and he has been trying to get everybody to make wishes <laughs> yeah, like from exactly. this the jail point on like every time he's out of like in custody of somebody else he's trying to get them to make wishes and just it's never working only these idiots in jail actually want to make these fucking wishes well there is i will say to add uh, uh some validity to the argument of this is his plan all along there is that garbage line that this priest has like a little later in the movie when she's like oh it's after they've like confirmed that this dude is an evil djinn and everything and she's like oh yeah so now this djinn is just in that prison or whatever and the priest is like oh yeah well you know uh, a lot of people making wishes in there <laughs> yeah i know it's like <laughs> I guess so. I mean, if it's like the screenplay trying to tell you why this movie makes any sense. I feel like if I was making a Wishmaster movie, I would set it like he's just working at a shitty office job, and it's like, oh, it's Carol's birthday. Okay, <laughs> here's my time to strike. <laughs> oh, you wish that you were that the paper wasn't jammed. Ooh, that'll cost you your soul. Oh, actually, you do have to say it out loud, or it doesn't come true. <laughs> just like hold up as a tarot card reader. And just, yeah. like, yeah. say, what do you wish for? And it'll sound normal in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I guess that's true. It's all in the packaging, dude. And also, exactly. like, if you could do, like, later in the movie, I think he impersonates uh, Gregory's voice. Like, if you could do that, do that all the time. He's doing what that on the phone, too. Yeah. It's crazy. He's doing jerky boys shit. <laughs> dude, exactly. If you can be fucking jerking on the phone line, man, then all you have to do is just start cold calling old people <laughs> they will fucking turn over gleefully turn over oh. all of their personal Ooh. dreams and wishes Ooh. and credit card information to you customer service yeah get into customer service Jin. sit there and be like what do you wish for and they're gonna say something very very rude to you <laughs> and you can go hog wild honestly you're not paying attention to any of the rules anyway go hello nuts. this is nathaniel Deborest for sally may <laughs> you are delinquent in your loan. Uh, what do you wish for? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think that that kind of thinking, Steve, is what leads him to the jail. Because I think his idea is like, oh yes, well, of course they'll all just wish to be freed from jail. But like, it doesn't appear to be going that way. And at one point, like when he leaves the prison, finally, we're told that he has indeed collected two hundred and one souls. It's a lot of hard work, dude. So, yeah, but my question is, like, because I imagine there was going to be a gag at some point in this movie where he's like, oh, no, I'm running out of prisoners. Because, like, he's yeah. freed everybody in the prison. Well, because no one ever, because he's like, oh, people catch on fairly quickly that he's either the devil or a wishmaster or whatever. He does call himself wishmaster, which is amazing. He, we're <laughs> saying wishmaster a lot in this movie. I don't think we did it last time. I think it's like at least ten times yes. the amount we hear wishmaster in the first movie, which is to say zero times to <laughs> ten times. Uh, yes, my name is Wes Miser. <laughs> <laughs> but no one ever says, like, I would like to be free from fucking prison. This is hell. I would very much like to not be in prison right now. See, and here's the move, though, is, like, if you're the djinn and you want to do this and you want to get it done quickly, just be like, all right, listen, I know this is going to sound stupid. Just give me five minutes. And if at the end of five minutes you're not totally blown away with what I'm about to show you, 
I will let you fucking shank me to death. <laughs> and then he's just like, all right, person number one, all I need you to do is, to me, say that you wish to leave jail. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking does it, and then it's just like it'll start selling like hotcakes. <laughs> the, uh, I love the, the idea is like ro- rolling up his sleeves, like, all right, all right, just give me two minutes, everybody. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you why the gin doesn't really want the numbers, because if you really just wanted the numbers and to be done with it, you just go to an orphanage and start asking what they wish. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but then yeah, no... orphanage, cancer ward, Come anything on. like just, that. You know, very easy. If you but really want, to just or... get the numbers. If you want to moneyball the... it. At the orphanage, he might run into Esther or someone like that, and it's like, oh, oh, I've met my match. Oh, yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this weird orphan tried to have sex with me. <laughs> Ew. If you want to fucking, you want to get some wishes granted, dude, go to a bus station after 6 p.m. Like, after, rush, after rush hour, whoever is there will make you a wish. I had to go to the bus station because, unfortunately, I'm too creepy looking to be granted access to St. Jude's Hospital. <laughs> but I think the Russian gangster dude does say that he wishes to be free from prison, right? Yes. And we eventually get there. So this yeah. fr- the first guy comes up with is, it's this guy, uh, this, the actor is Robert Lissardo, um, who's just a, a character actor you see in a trillion things. Um, oh, I was trying to think. I just saw Robert Lissardo in something recently that he popped in, but, like, the dude is everywhere. Yeah, he's uh, just like a New York actor that's just like, uh, I'm looking through a lot of his, uh, he's in The Mule, obviously. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and just a ton of shit. Like, but so it's him and like his guy and he's like talking about like all of his, uh, you know, all the troubles he's having with his lawyer and the gin just comes up. She's like, ooh, it sounds like that's pretty difficult to deal with. And he's like, <laughs> he's really, re- he's ready to fucking kill this guy. Like, Listen, I am a wish master. Whatever you say will, will happen. And this is where the guy just says, you know what? I wish my lawyer would go fuck himself. And again, I'm like, wish for freedom, wish for money, wish for anything. Well, I think that the fuck himself line is what he overhears, though, yeah. like earlier, because like the guy's giving him shit and the gin cuts him off and he's like, well, I believe I heard you say you'd like to see your lawyer go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> but you're totally right, though, Steve. Bypass all of that and just, like, get me out of here. I what? wish to be a free man. The, the end of the guy who gets put through the bars, the last thing he says he wants is to walk through the fucking front of the jail. Like, walk out of the jail. Yes. So, like, clearly he doesn't, he's not paying attention anyway, so you might as well tell him to go fuck his lawyer. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, really, like, who, he's going to kill you anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the, the dude, uh, doesn't believe him. The gin is like, tell your friends. Uh, and this is when, yeah, he, he gets called into a meeting with his lawyer. Yep. It is an amazing scene. Cause the guy's like, cause th- what, what, uh, Lasardo is complaining about is like, you know, uh, there was a legal search anyway and the lawyer fucked it up. And the guy is like, Hey, you know what? I just found out that was an illegal search. I can get you right out of here. But, oh, oh. Oh, he's actually going, oh, dude, he's having these like shit pain cramps. It is hilarious. And it's like his spine turning around. So his body, his legs can like face the other direction so they can go upwards and fuck his own ass or something. It's just uh, it doesn't work. (laughs) Whatever you think, don't don't try to make sense of it. It doesn't work. It works, Chris Cabin. I'm elongating his dick. I imagine Chris in a room with like just a, one one kitchen light with a cigarette, just like figuring this shit out. Like, but if the leg went like, that way, I buy like was... the spirograph, like architecture board, like writing these big fucking equations. Just like no, no, it doesn't make sense. No, no. Because you're totally right, Cabin. I thought the move was gonna be like he just gets this like 
massive serpentine penis that can just like wrap <laughs> back around and fuck his own ass. But like, I don't know, like. That was kind of a problem with this. As hilarious as it is, it's just like two little puppet legs going like, wait, 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 like back and forth. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is Wishmaster 2, man. This is the big bad sequel. I need to see like, this gargantuan cock fucking yeah, this guy. Yeah, was the gin supposed to take out this guy's career? The actor playing this part? Because <laughs> yeah. it's just more embarrassing. I'm like, oh, man, you well, have it's to. Just, oh, it really, man. It, Chris, really, it's just footage of him doing yoga. So. Uh huh. Sure. Because he like he does it. And he kind of gets bent over the table by himself or by <laughs> his legs, and it's kind of hilarious because at first it's really like ah oh and oh oh, and he's like getting into it. But, and it's like good. But he, he's also God. like levitating off the ground while it's happening. It doesn't and, make any sense. And like Lasardo and the guard are just like almost throwing up, and I'm like, this needs to be discussed. Like I talked to that guy he said like i'm not i ain't no rat but i told this guy said he would make my lawyer fuck himself i don't know what that was put that guy in isolation because fuck off absolutely it's it's not handled that great I, also you know i understand it's very crazy to witness what they're witnessing right there but i don't know ask this guy if he's okay <laughs> yeah, they or, both just stare at are, this man are you dead <laughs> Well, to be fair, again, he's getting into it after a while, so it's like, all right, let him finish, I guess. Oh, never mind. He likes it. <laughs> it is so funny. And then, after, like, we cut to, like, Morgana on, like, trying to use a proto Google that is WebZap Services. Yes. Oh, dude, WebZap Services, Inc., we will steal your social security card. <laughs> and she, and instead of, you know, a search, it says find for legal reasons. And she types in Persian mythology and finds all about Ahura Mazda. Keeper of the stone of the secret fire or something, the, something. Which you I can, assume is a statue, probably. Yeah, the yes. statues of her, and it's all about the fulfilling of the prophecy of the, the, I guess, the first time back in the Persian Empire. Find your nearest right. pillow for these scenes. This is like <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't come to anything really, and it doesn't well, what's matter. What's worse? I mean, she's talking. She's researching like, you know, ancient Persian mythology or whatever, and she's like. Oh, you know who could help me with this research? That fucking priest I cuckolded back in the day. But I think it does come from something, uh, Chris, because she, she finds the secret, like, Klaatu Veratu Nikto thing from oh, this. Oh, yes. The, the, what, the gibberish. I forgot about the gibberish. And we can kind of talk yeah. about this all, because like, they're, they're kind of happened concurrently. Like, they, we keep cutting back with her. At, at a certain point, the priest realizes that she needs to be of a pure soul. Why does she cut her own pinky off or whatever this oh, yes. is? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. understand it. I, I, I think I, she's part of that Amy Coney Barrett, like Opus Day, like Mel yeah. Gibson racist religious Eric, cult. Eric is dead on on this one. He's got it right uh, because the she also returns the painting in a duffel bag while she yes, does this. She yes. drops it off at the at the museum, and the guards are like, "Hey, they were here the whole time." <laughs> well, you made it right, and you harmed yourself. You're good. <laughs> Yeah, I just the, the cutting of the finger. I was just super confused about. Meanwhile, there's, there's this big there's this big gang leader and these two uh, karate fighting guys. He's got two karate fighting Dude, sidekicks. The martial arts twins. I They're love great. It. They are I great. This, this pretty big, fantastic. This big dude that's like. You like like you need to pay me rent because you're doing business in my house, Wish Wishmaster, and he just assumes the Wishmaster is secretly selling drugs and not wishes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. 
Uh, which is pretty awesome. This is when he meets the Russian guy first, and the Russian guy is like, get me out of here. And he's like, oh, I, I could do that. You know, it's going to cost your soul. And he's like, and this is the only guy that's like, can I get like, let me get like five wishes, like 10 wishes. Give me like a couple wishes. Come on. It's also one of these things where the movie sort of tells you like this guy isn't smart enough to understand the danger that he's in. And yes. thus like the djinn kind of like takes him under his wing. <laughs> yes. Well, a little bit here. Also, Kruchkov has been around. He knows what's going on. He's been seeing it. He's like, oh, what you've got? You've got one wish from that man who fuck himself? <laughs> That's, you, you haven't been making wishes, my man. Why don't you give me five wishes and I'm in with you? Listen, I see, I see a lead and I know how this works. You get three, then all of a sudden, on your last wish, I will promise to set you free. I promise. I will do the lead thing where, and then your bonds come off and you go to Disney World in the, or whatever. I have to say, Gene, I am a big fan of all Disney property, but Aladdin specifically, very entertaining. Love Mr. Robin Williams. You, sir, are nothing like <laughs> Mr. Robin Williams. It would be awesome if and in one of these movies, if he just goes, you never had a friend like me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you wish that I was <laughs> like Robin Williams, do you? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He starts doing a Robin Williams <laughs> Oh, no. This is too much free association. This is a horrible wish gone bad. <laughs> there is some point around here where she goes and visits uh, the djinn himself in prison to be like, hey man, why did you take credit for my murder? And there's a great djinn gag right here where she's like, what happened to Eric, my boyfriend or whatever? And he goes, he had a regressive experience. <laughs> I was like, yeah, babality joke. <laughs> and again, he shouldn't exist. But she like realizes that he's evil uh, and she runs off and does more research. Uh, and this is when the the guy comes like, hey man, rent is due. I forget. There, oh, there's a guy who comes up to him. It's it's amazing. Uh, and it's like my wife is cheating on my old lady's cheating on me with my brother in law or some long story. And he's like, and this is uh, this is where to Chris I believe the guy says this Sancho is running around with my bitch, which yeah. is the line. We need to do something about that, <laughs> says it, the gin. And this is where I need a cutaway where where I see this guy yes. get killed. Sure. Yep. Oh, like, yep. I agree. But the gin is like upping his racket, which yes. is awesome because it's like, uh, your soul and a pack of cigarettes, please. <laughs> Dude, I, I absolutely 110% whole, wholeheartedly love that the gin <laughs> takes up smoking and <laughs> Uh I guess I'll have your soul and some pornography, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> when in Rome, I'm going to have cigarettes and pornography <laughs> everywhere. Yes, fine. Got you gallons of Bruno. That's fine. Give me some more Bruno. I, I, I can drink Bruno all day long and your soul. And the guy comes up and he's like, look, motherfucker, like the vig has come due kind of a thing. And the gin's like, "Yo, oh, what can I offer you? And the guy goes, you don't offer me shit. <laughs> yes. He wants then his he's, drugs, right? Yeah, he just starts yelling. He's like, I just want to get wasted. 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 <laughs> he just keeps yelling the word wasted. And it is hysterical. It is kind of hilarious because the, the gin has to be like, I need a clarification. Define wasted. He's like, Fucked up, you know, like stomped beyond all belief. And he's like, that's what I was waiting for. And, then, and I think, is I, this I, where you can, can stop right Come there. on. <laughs> he goes, come on, let's rock. 
Well, that's because his two karate bodyguards turn on him and start karateing him. And I don't think I've ever seen a horror movie involve a karate-adjacent murder. So I guess this is like scary karate. It is, is it... scary karate because they don't know they don't they're not trying to do the karate. Their legs are working on their own, and their faces are like, "Oh no, I'm kicking, and I don't want to." That is the best part of it is they have no control or understanding of why it's happening. And they're like, boss, we're really sorry we're beating you to death. There might have been one in Killer Workout, but I forget. Ooh, good call. Yeah. Or maybe one of those, one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, possibly. Mm. This is when uh, Tiny Zeus Lister is like the main guard that's Ed Tag. And he keeps going, like, I don't know about this, Jin, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> like, you know what, Jin? I don't like you and you don't like me, kind of a thing. Well, the funniest <laughs> thing is he's like, oh, yeah. Wishmaster, and I'm like, you know, his he had to give you some name when he came in here. Was it Wishmaster? <laughs> like, if the, like a uh, Demarest, does again, he call him Demarest? Maybe he does, but also like the story of the lawyer who fucked himself has made it through the prison. You know, what I mean? a guard saw it, a prisoner saw it. We're steering clear of this fucking weird dude, man, because I don't know what's up. That's the thing, man. I need like a scene with the warden who comes in, like, holy shit. <laughs> And then it's like, you know, oh, we got to cover this up. You know, like, we cannot have this getting out. There was a man who fucked himself to death in my prison yeah, and then or we, whatever. And then if we can get, like, the gin fucking over the warden, that, that would be more, like, satisfying. Tiny Lister has his own problems, though, because he keeps on going up to all these different, you know, ruffians and saying, like, I'm your daddy. You're my little girl. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah he, it's, it's kind of weird. It, it's kind of weird. Well, when he when the djinn eventually screws him over, it's because the djinn, you know, is trying to get him to ask, you know, whatever it is you want. And he says something to him like, I want to dance with you. I, no, I, I want me and you alone in a room yep. just dancing or something. That's like that. what, yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> and then they go to a room alone and he turns into the monster djinn. And we cut away because we want to trick the audience. But I just want to see this happen. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to see these two beefcakes go at it. Yeah, I mean, there's no sort of... Uh, you don't even see... Well, do you see the aftermath you in do, any you way? Do. You do see the aftermath. You see, sure. his, you see Tiny Lister's face is, like, cut off of the, his body yeah, and he's laying Yeah, there. oh, that's right. Something, like, there's a chunk missing. I'm like, what was that? I want to see that. And then it's <laughs> yes. like, and then we cut the, the Wishmaster is now looks exactly like tiny lister but and then, and perfectly and i'm like shouldn't his face be like bleeding and like barely on <laughs> yes you? oh i actually i just found tiny lister's line that he says he goes i wish i could slow dance with you for one minute alone compton style and i mean honestly and then you have to cut to them alone in a room and them actually slow dancing and being like oh this sucks I wish you. I wish yes. I could twist, turn this around, but this is actually kind of nice. I feel safe in your arms. And, and, and that's the thing is like as soon as Tiny Lister says Compton style, we need the music licensing. Put that fucking song in this movie right now. Well, that was a little expensive, but we do have this flag that says Compton. Before I, I, I mean, because my favorite part of the first movie, which we talked about is the part when like um it's it's Kane Hodder as a security guard and you know he's he, the Jin's doing his business he's like what do you wish and then he's just like I want you to get the fuck out of here and then he he has to like walk out and he's like no this doesn't work at all and I mean like, that's what I'm talking about that's what I want in this movie yeah I need the Jin being like 
a little more inconvenienced by some of the requests. For sure. Just like, oh, f- all right, fine. <laughs> That's what you wished for. I all right. I am sorting all these M&Ms to only give you green M&Ms. It's going to take a little while. <laughs> Come back tomorrow. Well, I, I, yeah, make it like I wish they would do. Make it a comedy. And make yes. it like a boomer gin. Like, what do you mean you want a zaddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused by this. What do you well, mean? How is everyone your father? It's confusing. <laughs> sipping, I don't understand. What you're sipping for? Well, a gr- you said you wanted to twitch, and now your limbs are twitching because you are dead. <laughs> Oh you oh you want her to send feet, do you? You want her to send feet. And it's just like this guy being buried in all these stumped foots. <laughs> oh no I mean, yeah, but you know, no <laughs> like, and then you cut to like Rebecca Romaine Stamos without feet and all this shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh you wanted her to send nudes, now you're being killed by nude people. <laughs> Oh, you told her you wanted to show her your eggplant, do you? <laughs> well, my friend. Oh, you want to hook up, do you? Shatink! Uh, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, there we go. This all makes sense. Uh, so at one point, like, the priest also goes to see him, yes. and it's a weird moment where he's like, by God, it's the devil! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And this all goes into Morgana's whole bullshit thing of, like, she needs to become this pure at heart person, which also involves wearing less makeup, wearing less makeup, wearing like weird whites and pastels, you <laughs> right, know, instead of like her uh, black clothing we've seen her wear previously. She is converting to this Christian sect that Gregory belongs in, and then, then they can be like the nuclear family eventually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's something we didn't point out when uh, she cuts her finger and returns a painting. She also like gets rid of all of her jewelry and renounces makeup. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a weird message, and it's really unclear as to whatever this means. Yeah, yes, well, especially since, like, like you know, someone, they need to be pure of heart and et cetera to finally vanquish the djinn, and to do that, I mean, who cares, right? Spoiler alert, she, say, she says, like, oh, I wish I didn't kill the guy during the robbery, yeah. but, like, how about wish to not do the robbery? Like, I don't think that negates all your sin by just not committing murder. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And also, like, the whole, like, pure thing, when they first said it, I thought it was going to be a thing of, like, well, now we have to find, like, a teenage virgin or something that can do the ceremony. Or this priest, theoretically. Like, say I wish that that fucking, uh, the the statue didn't fall. Yes. It didn't, like, then you don't see it. It doesn't get open. What the fuck? Well, I guess, yeah, the idea here is we don't want to redo the first movie exactly. But at the same time, like... I don't care about the end of the movie. I, I'm just here for the kills, man. Yeah. You know exactly. I mean? I'm here for the journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, the he, priest at one point is like, because the woman says something, yada, yada, Krichkov, and he's like, Krichkov, eh? Hmm. That sounds like a name of a Russian man uh, <laughs> I know that murdered two people in my parish. And I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. And the, the dude is like, conveniently like, oh, well, you know, I know where all those Krichkov like people hang out. The Siberia Club. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, cut to the absolute cheapest looking set I have ever seen. And it's like, this is like, it's like sub samurai cop. Well, yeah, I mean, this is like what, a strip club or something or just a basement redressed? 
It's I a, think it's it's just like it's somewhere that's redressed so poorly that like the door, such as it is, to this bar it, area it is a curtain where when they open it, you I am confident these are accidentally just set lights that were left there. <laughs> Probably. And there's got they got like a stretched globe, like the, the golden eye uh, map <laughs> on yeah. the back of this yeah. bar, and there's high heel shoes on the top shelf of the bar. This place is too zany. It's, yeah, and he's doing a give another round for all my friends for the gin. Come on, the gin got me out of prison. Yeah, go gin. <laughs> and he's trying he's trying to drum up the gin's numbers. He knows he's their buddies now. And he's like, "Who wants wish? My friend will give you whatever you want." And he's like, "No, you're embarrassing me. I don't. I'm not going to do it in front of all your friends." <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're, you're not the first person to order gin for the gin. Thank you, thank <laughs> what you, are the everybody. One of the Russian dudes says, "Well, maybe your friend can make your dick as long as your tongue." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it is a weird thing because also like this sort of sets off this Krichkov guy. I thought this was going to go way more into a Renfield territory. Yes, yeah. And it kind of doesn't. And also somehow we're to believe that this doofus is also like the number two in command of this mob family. It's he's, Mickey Mouse Mafia. It is because he's just like, oh, give me another wish. Make me number one in the family. Like, no, just one wish, dude. Sorry. <laughs> and he even kind of like he he clearly likes Krichkov a little bit. He's like, I, he does kind of like a, I wish I could help you out, man. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a thing. <laughs> there are some things that I can't break. I'm sorry. I I do love you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Krichkov. You are officially my longest running friend I've ever had. <laughs> you know, usually by now, my friends, I've melted them down to bone and gristle, but. Uh... Uh, you have really taken to me. Yeah, like you said, you wanted to leave prison. Ordinarily, I mean that you leave in a body bag or something. Just be <laughs> really thankful. You know, I made that guy fuck himself to death, right? Yeah, that was me. So you're good. You know, I turned somebody into a half snake once, so you're getting off pretty light. <laughs> hey, Krichkov, I never came clean about it, but remember when we were back in jail and that dude fucked himself to death? <laughs> yeah, that was me, man. <laughs> That was you. <laughs> um, it's great because then this this guy comes in, Pushkin, who's the head of the mob, right? And it's just like blah blah blah. I'm the head of the mob. This, that, and the other thing. And it's like, oh, I hate Pushkin. And you get some really rad uh, instances here where when Pushkin comes in, he's talking to Krichkov. They're speaking a little Russian, and you get to see Andrew Divoff, time to shine here. Motherfucker's yeah. fluent in Russian. We get some of this going on. I Took me it. right back to his character on Lost. I couldn't even believe it. It's so good, too, because, like, you know, they're calling, like, oh, who's your American friend? And then Divoff going right into it like it's not a problem. Yep, it was fucking great. And I don't know who, I think it might be Pushkin says to to uh, the Jin here, he's like, you are the most interesting character or something yes. like that. He just goes, yes, I am. <laughs> fucking great response. And he's, long story short, the guy's like, I wish, um, you know, he's like, you must wish for something. Like, you, you, you want money or power, power and fame. And he's like, money I have, power I have, fame I don't need. And it's kind of great. Uh, and he's like, all right, what do you want? He's like, I want Mustafa. Mustafa's, I want Mustafa's head. And right. whoops-a-doodle, he makes him in. And again, like, this could be grosser. I guess it's kind of yep. fun. It's still kind of body horror it, in a it way. Is. Yeah. It is, but, like, I wish there was some sort of, like, Frankenstein's monster type scarring or something like that. As it is, right. like they just switch heads, so like they just switch the actor. But it's like Pushkin is, you know, still in the brain, but this dude Mustafa's 
head is on Pushkin's it, body. It comes to fucking nothing, though. Like, like at, they turns the head and then they leave. Yeah, well, he but runs away. Chris, it's a great curse. You, he hates this guy more than anything. He I probably, guess. you know, like fucked the whole village back home, or who knows what. Well, I think what you're supposed to believe here, because they carry him away, and I think the idea is like all of these other Russian mobsters are like, "Holy shit, Mustafa is now somehow in the hideout," and they take him away. And well, they, they don't, don't kill, kill him though, because Pushkin's alive at the end of the yeah, movie. You yeah. see him sleeping as <laughs> Mustafa. <laughs> That's right. So I, it's you're right. It's totally pointless. No, nothing now. happens. Yeah. Nothing happens. Yeah, but the torment of Pushkin waking up every morning, seeing his mortal oh. enemy in the mirror—that yeah, is enough, Chris Cabin. No, it's no, not, no, listen. not for Wishmaster Two. I don't need these fucking what, long game things, what, dude. No what way. What Pushkin Mustafa has to do is go. Mustafa. Mustafa <laughs> has to go. <laughs> To Mustafa's house, where his mm-hmm. wife has been waiting for him for a long time. Oh. Fuck the shit out of her, and then yep. like try to replace their dead son in some way. That's exactly <laughs> right, dude. Then, then at least Pushkin will forever have over Mustafa. Oh yeah. Well, I had sex with your wife. <laughs> Make some salacious comments to his daughter, and then fucking get ready to die. <laughs> if I'm overhearing this and I see this gin do that, I'm like, hey. I want the head of uh, Chris Evans. Come on. Come on. Give me, uh, give me that. Not, give me the ass of Chris yeah, Evans. Not dude. the body. Make make sure you know that. I want the round body still. But uh, <laughs> Chris Evans' face for sure. No, I'm saying I would. All right. Kill me. <laughs> well, I guess I would ask for the body swap in that way just to be really sure that you, I'm you, getting it you right. You just want to be Chris Evans. Just say I want to be Chris yeah, Evans. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> Uh, and there's a so a really dumb thing sort of ends this scene. The gin is like, okay, so now the count is up to eight hundred. All I need is eight hundred more souls. And then Krichkov is like about to. He's like, oh yeah, you want more souls? I'll show you where we can get more souls. And before he can like move on anything, Morgana just runs into this bar and like shoots at Krichkov. Yes. And then runs out like, well, I guess that didn't work. Bye. Oh, no, he, sh- he shoots. The, she she shoots the gin, and he has like. Mag- oh, the gin he got, oh. he's got maggots all over him and he just kind of like flips them off oh you're totally right because this is the first time or maybe it's the only time where he says evil never dies oh it's so good <laughs> yeah you're totally right and then like morgana just goes back crying to this priest and she's like i know i've been trying to be good but then i just went and shot this dude for no reason <laughs> okay I shot a gin okay okay i shot him yeah i don't know what else to do i i guess we should just fuck right we should just have sex right now, right? Oh, she comes in like she's checking the blinds. Oh my god, put the police scanner on. Listen to anything about a gin that has been shot, okay? <laughs> I'm very nervous about this situation. Yeah, we got a 607. That's right. That's an attempted assassination <laughs> on a gin. A gin is down, ladies and gentlemen. Gin is down. Genie, no, it's not a genie. That's a 606. <laughs> I'm talking about a 607. It's a gin. It's an evil genie. <laughs> All right, so no gin out of the bottle. False alarm on that 606. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say gin. Gin is fine. Gin. <laughs> the gin. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fine. Gin. D-J-I-N-N. Is that a jib jab? <laughs> that's why, uh, that's really then, why we use the numbers so you know what we're talking about without uh, these kinds of problems. But then there's something weird here where it's, is it Krichkov is like, if she's dead, she can't wish this world into hell? Or is that the gin that says that? Yeah, Someone it, shoots her, right, and like doesn't do anything because Krich, yeah, the prophecy... Krichkov tries to shoot her because he's like, "Oh yeah, this—that's the only way that we're gonna get out of this situation." Which is the smart idea. I agree with Krichkov here. 
Oh, that's right, because it's it's Morgana and Greg the priest yes. go to see Krichkov, and they're like, dude, what in the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, this is where Krichkov is like, well, if she's dead, she can't wish world into hell, so goodbye, girl. <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the bullets don't do anything to her. Um, so then it's like a, uh, oh, well, you know, going to get the souls, blah, blah, blah. You know, it might be... I don't know what the setup is for this line. It's something like, well, it's, he's going to have a hard time doing that, and Krichkov is like not where he's going and he just cut to the gin going to this casino and yeah. this is a bit of bullshit because all these people are just like uh come on number seven and it's like that's not a fucking wish you're just being hopeful yeah exactly <laughs> yeah well because bakim woodbine is in this movie the great bakim yeah. now we're talking yep. by the way i want to institute steve uh just like uh with you whenever you see uh david warner in a movie sure, sure. When Bokeem Woodbine's name came up in the opening credits, I just went, now we're talking Bokeem Woodbine. Absolutely. And I was disappointed to learn that he doesn't come in until the last, like, 20 minutes of this movie. And he's just like... I don't. You don't really understand what the arrangement is, and he's like, "Well, nope. Mister Demarest, here is a." And he's like explaining to him what gambling is. <laughs> yeah, it seems I don't like get this. <laughs> he's getting a job at the casino, and yes. he's just like, "Oh, I'm just a dumb little simp off the street. What <laughs> is this?" Yeah, I don't. Is it that, or I thought also like maybe he was um, like Krichkov presented him to Bokeem Woodbine as a weird like. This guy may be looking to invest in your casino or something. That's probably it. Because so. he's just like, so here, uh, here's the thing, Genie. Uh, <laughs> people come in, they put their money down on a on a a certain thing that they hope to have happen, and then uh, when enough of them don't have that happen, the house always wins. Well, and he's like, ah, yes, gambling. Yes, no, no, I actually just saw my notes. This is how. Okay, so it's not be- people being hopeful. Bokeem Woodbine says the casino wishes everyone the best of luck, but that's an inanimate building. Oh, but this that's is like weird. Jin, corporations yeah. are people, my friend, type of thing. Jin, this is insane. This whole <laughs> thing. No, these are not wishes. Even at the, I'm at, calling at you the, back to hell. That's it. <laughs> Even at best, this is a wish that Bokeem Woodbine makes. Yes. If, if if I wish Eric to have a great day, maybe my soul is gone, but Eric just gets a great day. It you know would be nice like, if I got one. If you guys could wish for that once in a while, <laughs> I'll try, Eric. I'll really, I'll put, I'll put my back into it. By the way, so yeah, he did. We say he needed eight hundred more souls. Yes, yes. He's Man, down eight hundred. He's got, got two hundred and one already. Slacker. How are you getting eight hundred in one night at a casino? Maybe I, mean, I guess. Because I I don't know. Like uh, if you're there for like a whole day, because yeah. everyone starts winning all of a sudden, and then the gin goes to his gin office that he's got in the but, fucking casino. Dude, and the I'm fact con- that the gin needs a workplace is one of the funniest things. <laughs> and I it's love just this. like this like satanic weird hordes on yes, the back. Like, the this will do. <laughs> I also don't get where this. Ca- it's not like a big casino, like uh, you know the the ones in New Orleans or like the really big ones. But it right, has all the games. It looks like it's a connected to a Bennigan's. Yeah. Well, you know what it looks like exactly is the set from that fucking TNG episode where they go into that oh, casino. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. It's a total. It's totally fake. They, like, redressed a ballroom or something, and it looks terrible. Yeah, it really does. And the the dumbest part about it is, like, the establishing shot they use is clearly Vegas. And, but it's, it's <laughs> great. The, I, I'm just thinking of the gin going to his office. He puts down a picture of Morgana. Like, just like, I'm doing it for you, babe. A bloody skull. Well, like, the skull with the horns is hilarious because I was like, is this like the Steve Austin Broken Skull Ranch or something? He gets all, like, the workers uh, together and he's like, look, I have to ask you, 
when you're asking them to place a bet, ask, do you wish to place a bet? <laughs> Make sure you word it exactly that way. We're trying a new branding strategy. This is Say a wish. wish. This is a wish super spreader event. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I just honestly, though, like, you know, he goes to a jail. That was like his idea in prison. There's a bunch of people. But I love the notion of stealing the souls of degenerate gamblers because, <laughs> you know, they will give it up. They I, will give it right I up. I feel like once the prophecies like you're trying to cash in those chips, they're like, uh, I don't know about these souls, dude. You got me like some <laughs> trash souls here. What if you just all these all these souls smell like old cigarettes? Frayed at becomes... the edges. There's writing on the George Washington. No, this counts for five hundred souls, pal. All right, I'll give you five hundred for what you brought me today. Go back out there. All right, here's a chit that says this is worth five hundred souls. Hold on to that. Uh, but you're, I, you're not gonna want to you you're not gonna want to lose that. It's exactly the same value of 500 real souls. <laughs> oh no, I lost. Oh fuck, I lost my chit. <laughs> I do love. I want him. I want him to like maybe accidentally become enamored with Vegas and kind of forget about it. You know what I mean? Become yep. like a uh, 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 De Niro in Casino a little bit. Like he starts wearing the suits. He's yeah, dude, he just gets wrapped up in the life. <laughs> Someone tries to car bomb him and it doesn't work. <laughs> Hold on. Look at my blueberry muffin and look at your blueberry muffin. <laughs> uh, there's a weird moment. The gin again throwing his voice here. He calls uh, Morgana pretending to be Kritchkoff. Yes. And he's like, he's like, yes, I'm going to fly you out here, Ms. Morgana. I found out where Jin is. And she's like, Oh, that's cool. Can I have a plane ticket for my priest friend? And he's like, yes. I mean, yes, I will fly you both to Las Vegas. And this is when she, they fucked her and the priest, right? Yep. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, especially like if she's on this whole purity tip anyway, like maybe just, you know, and you're cutting your finger off and you're turning old fucking paintings. Nope. Maybe don't fuck a priest. Nope. Nope. You know what I mean? Like just play it on the safe Steve? side until the jit is safe steve this is how the prophecy's fulfilled <laughs> yeah stop it she has to fuck this meat here <laughs> she fucking slab of meat but i mean that i mean it's premarital that's a sin alone I mean, right exactly depending, depending on the, the rules but the, but you know god's up there going my priests need to molest so if she was <laughs> unwilling maybe it would be okay Again, though, this movie thinks that they're dealing with a Catholic priest for some reason, and this guy clearly is not a Catholic priest. Right, because the other ones, what, the Protestants, they can fuck whatever they want. That's true, they yeah. can get it wet. Um, the, the fucking, this priest does have some line around here where, uh, I don't know, I think this is either they're getting ready to go to Vegas or they're already there, and he's like, now what incantation can we... And he sounds like he's giving a salesman delivery pitch uh. for a second. And this is where they find out... It's the, uh, I tried to write it down here. I had Nib Sugarov Ab hair. I, I have Nib Sugar see. Radio Rahim. <laughs> well, it's Nib, definitely not Radio Rahim. Nib Sugaroth Bahim. Okay. Yes, I think that's correct. Nib Sugaroth Bahim. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to see if any one of us leaves the room now if i say that because <laughs> it's a that's the thing it's like if you say the magic words he'll go away and he, it's the funniest thing that's always happens in these supernatural movies where somebody's like yeah like that's gonna work I'm like, i don't know man there's a fucking genie on the loose let's yeah. just fucking stick with it 
Like, if there's a magic genie going around killing people, trying to harvest a thousand and one souls, maybe saying a bunch of goofy shit will work in this instance. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm seeing, well, like, tops 50 souls in this room, man. Yeah. I'm not well, seeing the numbers. But again, like, all these people are only just winning on the behest of Bakim Woodbine's wish, which is not, you know. So, like, yeah. he starts to, at this point, the djinn starts to call the rent due, essentially. Because, like, the idea is, like, you keep living your life, but he's got your soul and he can get it whenever he wants. Right. Which is pretty generous. I thought everyone would die immediately. Because in the old, in the first movie, they go into his jewel prison thing. Right. right? Oh, that yes. was cool. Oh, yeah. I forgot I about that. that. Yeah. yeah, like Care Bears too. The finger <laughs> thing means the money. Exactly. I feel like the HB, the home box office looked at the the scripts like, well, what, all right, this is cut. We're cutting all the right. jewel scenes. Well, they've uh, <laughs> they've already seen the inside of the jewel in the last one. Well, well they don't need to go back now, do they? <laughs> Yep, been there, done that. Thank you very much. I'm an HBO executive. Okay, so you're telling me I could either for the for the price of a Sopranos episode, I can show <laughs> the inside of your genie's gem. I'll go for the Sopranos episode. Get the fuck out of here. Do you think this is a baby operation? HBO. <laughs> well, actually, this is not a TV movie. It's HBO. <laughs> This is the last time I will associate with the home box office. <laughs> I found in my notes the exchange, though, about the fucking. Because mm-hmm. uh, Morgana says, uh, she's she, the, she, her and the priest start making out. And he goes, I don't think this is the way to heaven. And she goes, don't be so sure. And just fucks this guy. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. I, I, you know what? This is Wishmaster 2, man. I need that sex scene. Yeah. yeah but I'm okay either way. Make it sweatier. Make yeah. it less weird. I, w- I was shocked there was no nudity in this movie. Again, because like half of this movie, this woman is either getting into or coming out of a shower. And the gin, the gin harasses her in the shower at some point. I don't, you know. Just, oh, yeah. oh yes, she's taking a shower, and the gin pulls a fucking Norman Bates for a second. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Uh, they get to Vegas, and they get they get to the gin's office. Oh, by the way, when the gin get, calls the rent due, so like we see all of these people that he's previously dealt with, their souls leave their bodies. It's fun looking, yeah. I guess. When Mustafa dies, you see little Pushkin's face as yes. a red ghost yeah. leaving his body. Oh yeah, that would be pretty sweet, or that is pretty sweet rather. Um, there is well, when he sets this whole thing off, it's a weird thing where he's sitting at his desk, yeah. <laughs> the gin's and he's desk. got he's, at the gin's desk, is yeah, in, in the gin's office. Is this Bokeem Woodbine's office in reality? Like, what is this? We have no I guess, idea. I don't know. I would like to consider. I would like to consider <laughs> that Bokeem Woodbine gave the gin his own. It was, yeah, it just says in it's two placards: Nathaniel Demarest, and under it, gin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he he's sitting at the desk and he's holding the jewel and he makes it disappear yes. and he looks right at the camera and just goes magic. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Is that to me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this is like this is like what makes everyone start winning at the casino. And I have a feeling because Bokeem Woodbine, it's kind of hilarious. He's walking around after bragging about like the house always wins and everything, and he's looking like what the fuck. And he goes up to a security guard and he's like, "The fuck is going on around here?" And the guy's like, well, "I don't know." This is where you, as like the crooked uh, casino owner, you go up, you fucking pull the fire alarm, yes. you. You pretend there's an electrical outage, Absolutely. anything to stop the winning and cool off everybody's hot streak. Um, but then all these people start dying because their souls 
go into the gin uh, for mm-hmm. his power. And then, like, by the time Morgana and Gregory the priest get there, like, there's, like, all these ambulances. And the gambling <laughs> is still going on. People are, I mean, I guess that's gambling. People are, like, having, like, theoretical heart attacks all over. Like, again, a super spreader event. Like, I'm going to take my big, winnings and get out of here. Big money. Big, <laughs> big money. Well, that's the thing, dude. When you're on a roll, man, yeah. you don't want to stop that. Who cares who's melting around you? <laughs> and um, this is when um, they, yeah, they they go into his office and like he 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 he's trying to you know tell her make her three wishes. Even though I don't even think he has a thousand and one souls just yet. But sure. Um, I, I mean, this is you're supposed to just believe that like he got yeah. to that number okay. from the casino guess. Sure. I think when they were like driving to the casino, they were like, he's got it. He, he's got oh, all got this. It. Like she, she felt something or something. Got it. Oh, I, I checked out the online soul ticker that he set up. It's, 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 <laughs> it's going. It's all the way up there. Uh, Fuck, there it is. I follow him on Twitter. The gin just tweeted he got to 1,001. Wait, what, is, uh, what did Nate Silver say? How many souls does he <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> The uh, 538 is projecting that he has. Oh, the gin's going to come nowhere close to 270. <laughs> oh, well, actually, the Electoral College is going to give him 600 souls <laughs> that he didn't get in the actual Well, vote. actually, uh, 538 is one of the few websites that did predict that he had at least a 30% chance of getting 1,001 souls. So we were the most right, actually. <laughs> oh, you want Donald Trump to lose the election? Well, now Kanye West is president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll lose. He'll lose the popular vote. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's exactly what it would be, actually. Exactly. No, we just said this. We just said last week we weren't going to do this <laughs> so close to an election because we fucking did it the last time with our four fat fucking cavalier attitudes, and look what happened. But lightning can't strike twice, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but like, so, and again, like, the, the they're, you know, the gin's like, come on, give me three wishes. She's like, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you keep saying fulfill the prophecy. I know what the end of the prophecy is. They, yeah. they try the magic word on him. It doesn't work. He keeps saying, someone did their homework, which is Oh, fun. which is kind of great. Um, and he's like, if this isn't a good place to, to do wishes, let us do let us duel inside my jewel. <laughs> yeah, 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 Cousin Ben, let's say a soft 6 p.m. start. I don't want to <laughs> call it right now. Things are looking a little iffy, and I don't know if it's going to rain. I just really feel like the move is, Jin... Don't harass this woman all movie. Get your thousand and one souls on the deal. Go to like yep. go to a different country, get a thousand and one souls. Come back and just kind of become a pal of hers and just be like, huh, I wish it was don't you wish it weren't raining? She's like, Yeah, I do wish it wasn't raining. And then that's one wish. Oh, you, he's kind of you genius. Yes. You're totally right, dude. Just, uh, because the other thing is like he's like trying to get her to make these wishes, and it's like for what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. whatever she wishes for, like world peace, a million dollars. Like he's even trying to like suggest shit. He's like, "How about a million dollars?" I'm like, "What is a million dollars going to do when all your fucking genie cousins take over the universe?" But, like Steve is so right. He needs to play the long game. Even like Tony, uh, Tony, Tiny Lister puts him in like the hole for a week, and he's like, "Oh, I was in a hole for ten for three thousand years, and that was no problem." So you know to play the long game. Play the fucking long we're, game. We're dancing around the truth of the matter. And that is the fact that he's past his prime. <laughs> he got close to the apocalypse last time, and everybody thought he was the best shit on earth. But yeah. no, now he fucked it up. And now he's just doing taking souls for whatever reason. He doesn't care. 
Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I would, I would play the the real like maybe he comes to her like three times in her incredibly long life. She's an old lady now, <laughs> dude. dude like totally. sixty years and just like oh, don't you wish, don't you wish your back didn't hurt quite as much? I do wish my back didn't. Don't hurt you as wish much. prescription medicine cost a little lower? <laughs> dude, was he Martin Sheen? <laughs> <laughs> don't I know you from somewhere? Didn't didn't we date back during Korea? Listen, a reverse mortgage is really just getting money. <laughs> from your investments. <laughs> um, She's also trying to do shit like, um, oh, yeah, well, I wish you didn't exist anymore. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> he says some line about like, well, technically, you know, it has to, you can't circumvent the prophecy, whatever your wish is. <laughs> yeah, it's, yep. it's a lot of bullshit. He's just like, he even says at some point, it's like, well, I kind of have like purview over the wishes and no go. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he does. He double says, he's like, again, like I've said, <laughs> a wish cannot pertain to me. Uh, Per my previous email. <laughs> All right. When I stomp on your foot and say hello, Morgana, <laughs> then you wish. <laughs> I think he's talking to you. There is a, I think the funniest bit of comedy in this movie is right around here where this priest decides he's going to play Father Marin and he takes out a crucifix yes. and shoves it in the gin's face and he's just starts going like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> like faking that it's killing him yeah. oh my god so good. i was howling laughing this is when they go inside the jewel and it is the funniest thing in the movie which is this <laughs> priest gets crucified like jesus christ and just because he's got this goatee and this haircut it looks exactly like what it would look like if brett Favre were to be crucified yep. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> which i didn't know i needed to see but i'm so glad i saw it Jeez, at least get me crucified in my Lee Dungarees. <laughs> oh, man. No, you're going to be crucified in a Jets jersey. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, not even the pack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, it's fucking funny. And, like, and he's obviously doing it so that she will wish that he stops doing it. And he goes, she goes, I wish you to release him. And again, lady, like, you know what you're dealing with here. You'd yep. be like, I want you to stop crucifying him and for him to live a long, healthy life. That is the yep. wish. Yep, exactly. Because he just kills she, this dude. She does have a horrendous line right here. Because uh, right after the djinn kills him, she just goes, go fuck yourself yeah. in hell. <laughs> and I was like, uh, all right. He told you like three minutes ago when the priest said something about hell that he does not care about hell and is not threatened by it in the least. It if, would be a great callback if he fucked himself. It would be such a great call. Like, <laughs> his like, oh, no. And that would justify why they didn't show it when the lawyer was doing it, because that is a thing you get away with one time in a movie. I, I, the Wishmaster isn't very serious about getting these souls, uh, I think, at all, because y y you remember in the casino slaughter scene, coming well, up, that's where we're, we're getting to right now, right? Yes, 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 because... Yes, because what happens, Chris, is hilariously the Wishmaster's like, all right, I get it. You had a rough day. We need a more wish-provoking environment. And then they go to the casino. And this casino, so uh, uh, a slaughter, it's like the uh, nightclub in Hellraiser 3. 
Yeah. Yep. Like, and and yep. also like the the beginning and ending of the first Wishmaster. Surprise, surprise. It's it's pretty funny because like a roulette table suddenly has like knives on it and it's rolling around. A battle roulette table. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. The f- Dude, it looks like something you'd see in a Klingon casino. The funniest one <laughs> by far is the fucking uh somebody says crapped out. Oh my god! And this old lady sh- gets gets like a, <laughs> oh a big fat yeah. stomach, and then shits out gold coins, but doesn't die from it. Yeah, she's she, fine afterwards. Well, because the leprechaun didn't do it. It was I, the yeah, of course, but he got it out of the belly at least to kill that motherfucker. Well, I, I think there's two different things here though, because that happens to that lady, but then there's a dude yeah. who. Bursts open like an overcooked Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. And that's when he goes, he just crapped out. I think this lady who is shitting coins, they need to either A or both. One, they need to be covered in shit, at yes. least a little bit. Mm-hmm. And two, they need to be, there's some blood coming out of there too, because, yeah. you know, you, you can't pass that many coins without really doing some structural damage. You're going to be tearing something. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But shitting out favorite... intestines. I mean, like, come on, you're just doing yes. this to that guy who's exploding <laughs> over there. Like, but. My favorite is the fucking 52 pickup of the everyone getting hit in the face with cards. Oh, dude, it's great. It was kind of like, because I was, I was thinking exactly about the Hellraiser 3 nightclub scene. And one of the funniest parts of that movie are all the CDs that are yeah. flying around everywhere. And before the cards happened, I was like, man, that Hellraiser scene is so much better because you've got a bunch of CDs that are, oh, 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 there, never mind. But the yep. cards go through someone else's stomach, this guy's stomach, and then start flinging out. It's tremendous. Oh, right, that dude, ex- another person just explodes? Yes, oh, just, yes and, and they're all the rule cards. And, uh, and because <laughs> Bokeem Woodbine can't keep his fucking mouth shut, he's just like, man, what's next? Frogs and locusts? And guess what comes? Frogs and locusts. And, like, Bokeem <laughs> Woodbine gets, like, uh, torn apart by locusts, kind of. It's yeah. not going to stop. <laughs> I'm trying to do my Amy yeah. Mann impression. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Listen, um, do you think Philip Baker Hall acted untoward to <laughs> Melora Walters? <laughs> But yeah, he is just kind of eaten by all these bugs. It's pretty fantastic. Oh, Tom Cruise, you can uh, reconcile with your father, Jason Robards, but is it too late? <laughs> the bit of bullshit on the locust, though, is like there's a few bugs on him, which is cool, but then they just do a bunch of like black spots on the screen moving you know, around. It is the cheapest part of the movie, yep. for sure. I thought they were like slugs or something for a second. Like I totally didn't understand what was happening. Um, but so Morgana then wishes that um, the security guard that she shot and killed uh, was alive again because <clears throat> she has something where she goes way earlier in the movie. There's a scene where she goes to like his family or something like that. I don't, I don't know footage. that it's the guy's or is it footage? You, I thought she drove you, by I think somewhere. She like had read that he was a family man, yes, and I guess she imagined it, or we just saw oh, him come. There's home. definitely news footage of somebody trying to talk to the mother and the kids, and that, that and, okay, and like uh, uh, like a, a friend or something is telling them back off, back off. Right, right, and so yeah, we see. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just like a we flash to see that dude like coming home from work or whatever and he's alive so that's like her you know bad deed or whatever is erased but and i guess that means her slate is clean that, now that, but what that one scene they shot it on like a camcorder like yes. all of a yeah, sudden like all of a sudden like everything changes to this really grainy shit 
It's like supposed to be artsy, I guess. Is it? Sort of. I mean, I don't know what because it's black and white too. I, so it's like it's they're trying to do something there. I don't know what they're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, no, I th- I think it's like a look at this magical vision thing now. Oh, or something. yeah, or black and white because he's like a godly man going back. You know, I, like the nuclear family, etc. <laughs> yes. Or maybe it's a thing where it's like him coming home from work that day after all, kind of a thing. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but then that's it. That that foils the gin, and then he goes back inside of his jewel. Yeah, all the souls start bursting out of the gin and like going. This is what's bullshit. Yes, going back into the bodies of no. all the people, and then they're just alive. That's, Fuck you, horror no, movie. What does that they matter? They go to heaven or whatever, or the devil gets them. Fuck that. The fact that we see people in the casino standing up. No, no, Dude, no. Not after that nope. carnage. No. The funniest part is like the people. There's other people that weren't killed just yet that are just still standing around like uh, is there a thing that i missed where the doors all lock or something no I th- again i think it's just like well i i don't know that uh, this is my table uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get this up, slot machine's really hot i get up someone's gonna come and sit down they, i tried to put the little napkin over the cup don't work don't work <laughs> i don't want them stealing my hot streak uh yeah it's so dumb though they should just be dead because the other thing is when you see there's like a big wide shot of everybody like standing up in the casino, like all of the carnage is erased. And like, yes. come Not on. Not only that, the fucking priest Gregory gets shit out of the gym and he's like, well, I'm okay now. Oh, that crucifixion yes. sure was something. <laughs> uh, and then the, what's, uh, what the hell is this supposed to be? I just came the, straight from the crucifixion and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> oh, and my feet and the one side of my rib cage. <laughs> The djinn is seen crawling out of himself yeah. during all of Go- this, which is weird. Ghost Wishmaster? Like, the Wishmaster's soul is being killed, Ooh. essentially. Like, that's what it and looked I like to me. And I don't know if it's... We have not been able to determine if it's Andrew Divoff in this suit or if it's somebody else. But the shot, like, the effect shot that they have of the actor standing in the djinn costume while all of these souls are supposedly, like, coming out of his chest or whatever... The actor is just standing there barely reacting. <laughs> and I was like, were you doing this on like a day that was running late and everybody was upset and nobody wanted to try? Because like they're just standing there totally still. And it's like, boop. You do want to be boop. like, you know, this is the end of your movie, right? Because even the last shot is ridiculous. Um, Which is like they go. It's like basically everybody goes away. You, you don't even see like there's no like five months later with her and Gregory. No. Or, like, blah, blah, oh, blah. you're right. It's yeah. just it, you show you show the gin the gin cooling his heels in the gem, and he kind of like <laughs> shoes the camera away. Wait, yeah, you're still here. The movie is over. <laughs> exactly. I've never been. Here. I've never been a believer in isms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to take a shower. Can't you see all the fun shampoo I have in my hair? Now, Cameron, wouldn't you want to wish for a good day off? (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you want to wish for a father who doesn't hate you, Cameron? (laughs) Oh, Jeannie, don't you wish to be Charlie Sheen's girlfriend? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just go to any high school and talk to all the males in the senior class and say, do you want to fuck her? Do you wish to fuck her? Yeah. Okay. You wish to fuck her? Yeah. Like, that would be the grossest two days of the Jin's life. Yes. It's just like, oh, Jesus. But he'd get the numbers. These, I'm watching all these stupid idiots trying to have sex, and they're terrible at it. <laughs> oh, it really, for five seconds, you still, you know what? I'm, I'm benefiting, so I'm not going to say anything. All right, I'm going to, you know what? I'm done with the guys. I'm going to go talk to horse girl. Horse girl. Oh, yep, you want a horse. There you go. You got a fucking horse. <laughs> oh, my God. What is she doing with it? <laughs> <laughs> 
I regret granting that wish. Okay, all right. Uh, listen, um, guys, uh, the the cast of the Avengers have already had sex with each other four times. <laughs> I cannot do it any longer. All right, oh, dude, me, that's uh... the key. That's the key, Steve. You cracked it open. Message board wishes. Oh, dude, forget about oh, it. Oh, fuck. Uh, there uh, we let go. me but uh, yeah. talk to the goth kids. What do you want? Death? <laughs> oh, listen. okay. Well, that's easy. I'm sorry, Benedict Cumberbatch cannot actually have sex with Robert Downey Jr. He's already now married to Martin Freeman. <laughs> As per Mary's wish, sorry, Elizabeth, listen, uh, let's just form an orderly line here. Oh, okay, <laughs> all the members of BTS kiss again. <laughs> oh, man, only 300 to go. This is just, it's taxing. Uh, so yeah, it just it it's him in the little the jewel again, and he just yells at the camera. Yes. And that's the end of the movie. It's amazing. <laughs> it's such a dumb ending. I love it. Like, don't fucking yell at me, Jin. It's not my fault you got locked no, up. No, Wishmaster. You know when my father comes home, we're just gonna have to have a little chat. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't you wish the miles would roll back, Cameron? <laughs> oh, I see you want to be Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. Well, you shall be Abe Froman. <laughs> and it's like this weird sausage man. <laughs> oh, my God. With a crown. Looks like a garbage pail. Uh, exactly. Yeah, Jeffy Jones, I don't want to grant you wishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, pass. That is a mulligan wish again. <laughs> it's not worth it, honestly. Uh, listen, uh, part of my dealer's choice rules is everyone's 18 plus and it's cool, so sorry. <laughs> no, I will not scrape your name off of who's your caddy. <laughs> Uh, would anybody recommend this movie? We'll start with you, Steve Sadek. It's a full-throated recommend. Uh, the first one's probably a little bit better. I do think, like, um, obviously the horror cameos in the first one are a lot of fun, and the bookends of the of two huge carnage scenes as opposed to just one. Uh, this movie could have some more kills, but Divop is just having a fucking ball, so it, it turns into a coin flip as to which one I like more. It's so much fun to watch this guy do this role. He's it, it's, it's tremendous. Uh, a full-throated recommend. Uh, Eric Sisko? I am exactly saying what Steve is. I think the, you know maybe the first one is a better movie. I don't remember. I, the last time I watched it was 2018. Um, I kind of want to go back now because this movie was such a fucking thrill ride. I loved every second of it almost. <laughs> uh, Chris Cabot? Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, this is fun as hell. Uh, I, I actually liken it a lot to the Species 1, Species 2 thing. The first one's more of a movie. The second one's funner. Oh, yeah, like yeah, I can it, see that. it's just it's just a lot more fun, and uh, I, I I love all this, even the fucking priest Greg shit, which was taxing, but like <laughs> rest of it is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm really struggling here. I mean, I'm gonna recommend it for sure, but like it's a weird thing, you know. I kind of feel like you know, but football in the groin had a football in the groin, <laughs> like. Like the part one has way less div off. This movie is letting him tap dance all over the screen and it's fucking great. But the trade off is fewer cool gin kills, yeah. I feel, if you yeah. counted it up. And then also, like, I am sorry, but this priest character is not needed. Like, I don't need this fucking team of explorers. Like, just let this lady figure it out. Maybe that guy's in, like, one scene or whatever, but the fact that he's getting fucking crucified in the gin dimension in the final <laughs> act of this movie 
is a bit much. Like, this dude did not need to be holding her hand the whole time. And he's not written well either. He doesn't add anything. It just does not matter. So, like, every time he was on screen, I was like, where is the gin? Like, this is killing me. And all the undoing the deaths and shit, I'm also docking points. But I, I still totally recommend it. I want another, but I feel I like another, you got you got to watch two of them. Yes, I want another div off fucking Wishmaster, man. That's what I want. And you know what? Fucking just like reboot it or whatever. Like, I would be totally game for it. It's crazy how much Andrew Divoff has been in the early goings of season eleven here on We Hate Movies. <laughs> uh, but like, this dude rules the fucking school, man. And like, we just found out he sometimes works with a brewery in California making fucking gin related beer. <laughs> like, this dude rocks, and I cannot wait to hang out. With him. Yes, I would love that. I would. We should come on the show. We should do like a. Uh, like, like, ask him some questions about his career. I mean, he's had an amazing one. He's been in a ton of movies. He can speak a dozen languages. He'll blend in, disappear. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh shit, we do a fucking Wishmaster to script reading uh, at like a show at some point, and special guest Andrew Divoff doing the gym. Oh, I would love that. Uh, oh Dibs on not playing the priest. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably the lawyer that fucks himself. I'll be the priest. <laughs> That is Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies, from 99, directed by Jack Shoulder. If you would like more We Hate Movies, head over to patreon.com slash wehatemovies, where this month's We Love Movies Spooktucular selection is an episode, full-length episode, on Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Two, 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 We had a lot of fun with that. If you are catching up on Spooktucular episodes, last week uh, we welcome back pal of the show, uh, Vulture writer Angelica Jade Bastien to talk about Species 2, which was a lot of fun. Oh, what the fuck was the one before that? Uh, what did we uh, Final, Final Destination uh, 2. Final. And we also, uh, we should be releasing by the end of this month, an Evil Dead 2 commentary yes. track. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we also got uh, um, our good friend Charlie Brown in the barrel for Animation Damnation. Good oh, grief. Yeah. It's the uh, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Great episode. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a lot of fun. Uh, we got the Death Watch Mandalorians over on uh, the Glebe Glossary getting us pumped up yep. for Mando Season 2. Which we will be podcasting every week about yet again, just what we did last year. So catch up on those apps and get hyped for this season. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as always here on We Hate Movies, next Tuesday, a brand new episode is right around the corner. And I believe, sadly, already, it is the final episode of the Spooktuculars, Steve Sadek. What are we talking about? Uh, do you want to play a game? We're going to play Saw 2. Oh, yeah. I believe this is the introduction to uh, Donnie Wahlberg's oh, character yeah. in this franchise, Kevin. My, oh, my yeah, first maybe. time going through it next week. I'll let you know. I think <laughs> mine, too. I think, I've seen, like parts of these sequels on tv but i've only ever really saw the first one all the way through because i really did not care for the premise (laughs) (laughs) ditto (laughs) cabin you saw all of them for a piece you wrote a hundred years ago yes i've seen them all uh it's really weird this is i mean this is donnie Wahlberg anchoring a movie so you get what you're what what you see there buddy Uh, so yeah, I, I've seen like one through five or so, but they all, I was watching them on a bad bootleg and they were all just blending together. I couldn't tell you up from down in these movies. I just remember Danny Glover's in the first one and Donnie Wahlberg's in the Which, one. by yeah. the way, saw a previous episode if you want to catch up for the ne- the next two edition of this yes that's right i forgot we did an episode on saw 100 years ago that's also a bad movie so that's why we would do it (laughs) (laughs) so until next week with saw 2 i'm andrew jupin steven jindak
Eric Wishka. <laughs> Chris Cabin. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> We all go a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's got one Halloween. good scare. Sometimes. That is what I... That is what I... Zombies have entered the building. Red door. They're coming in. They're coming in. It is time to keep your appointment with the command. Keep your appointment with the command. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Coming to get you, Barbara. Seen one too many movies. Nah, Sid! Don't you blame the movies, Sid! Movies don't, don't create psychos! Movies, movies make psychos more creative! What an excellent day for an exorcism. An excellent day for an exorcism. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>